Welcome to the Seminary Support Podcast, where you will find help to start, finish, and get the most out of your seminary experience. I'm your host, Mark McElreath. Our episode today caps off kind of a mini research and writing suite. We've been talking with Dr. Michael Kibbe, the author of a great book on theological research, From Topic to Thesis. In today's episode, we wrap it up by talking about how to confirm your gifts, also what it means to take a community with you to seminary, which is so very important, and then also the slog of doctoral work and why it's important to really count that cost and he gives some great advice to those who are considering continuing on into this part of seminary work. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Now, let's let's say uh, someone's listening to this and they're considering, maybe they're just considering going to seminary. Maybe they have an undergrad, they're considering seminary, or maybe they've completed a master's, maybe they completed an MDiv, and they're even considering doctoral work. Would you give some things to think about or consider as they think about, you know, taking that next step, following, they, they believe this is what the Lord has for them. What, what recommendations or guidance would you give for someone? So I would say there's, there's two different tracks. One would be say the seminary and one would be the, the PhD, the doctoral work. So with, so with the seminary, I believe that all of God's people are called to love him with all their minds. Every one of us that there is no spiritual gift of loving God with your mind. That that's everybody. And mm-hmm. seminary can be, is a, a wonderful way to do that, to, to give you tools, to give you resources, to, to create a network of relationships that are going to feed your intellectual, spiritual growth the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And so in one sense, I recommend it to everybody. Now, I don't mean I recommend, you know, let's say packing up your family and moving and, and all, you know, all the logistics of that to everybody. I recommend learning to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Now, seminary, as you know, is a challenging thing. And I've got stories and you've got stories and anyone who's listening to this, who's been in the seminary environment already has got stories of people whose faith is sunk in seminary, whose families are destroyed in seminary. And I do not think these things need to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are not necessary outcomes of going to seminary, but they happen. And so there's a couple cautions in that. One is simply what I said earlier, don't go to seminary just to get a job, just to get a degree, just to get a qualification or a, or a, a standing or a platform. Go to know God. And that's the first thing. The second thing mm-hmm. is if, if you are thinking of going to seminary for a particular vocation, and maybe you've got a specific one in mind, I, I want to be a, a youth minister. I want to be a, a music minister. I want to be a preaching pastor. You know, maybe you've got a narrow one, or maybe you just say, mm-hmm. I want to be in full-time ministry. I don't really know what that means yet, but seminary seems like a really good place to figure that out. Awesome. I would caution against those who simply one day decide between me, myself, and I, that I am called to seminary. If, if you have a vocational intent in mind, your church, your body, your leadership, they are the people who get to speak into these things louder than yourself. Mm-hmm. 
We do not self-identify callings. I don't think it works that way. So having that community. So, you know, you've got someone who is working in a particular field and they begin to teach some Sunday school. They begin to serve as a deacon. They begin to minister and they, and they begin to evidence growth and maturity and ability. The pastoral staff are saying, you need to run further down this road. You have some giftings. We want to affirm those giftings. We want to support you developing those giftings. Let's talk about seminary. I mean, that to me is the, is the ideal path mm-hmm. in terms of who, who goes to seminary. And what that does is you go to seminary with a community already. And so when you're struggling, you've got somebody to call back home. And maybe you go online, you stay home, maybe you relocate, whatever that is. But you've, you've got people that you can say, look, I'm, I'm having doubts. I know you told me that you saw God growing me in these certain directions and you encouraged me to go and I'm struggling with it. I failed a class. I just, I can't keep up with it. These biblical languages are killing me. You know, whatever the issue is, Mm -hmm. you've got that community that says, no, no, look, we believe this. We prayed about this. We watched you serve. We are affirming your gifts and we're going to walk with you. Now, Maybe you need to slow down or maybe you need to take, you know, whatever it is, but mm-hmm. you have those people who are speaking louder than your own voice in your own head. And that's so important. Um, so for those that are thinking seminary, if there is a particular vocational calling, boy, your church has got to be with you in that. Yeah. The other part of that is your family moving. Uh, if you're, and I saw this many times Let's say, you know, I'm a dad and I'm going to seminary and I'm working because I'm a dad, which means there's a mom and she's got a job at home already. She's busy. So I'm working Mm -hmm. and I'm interning and seminary internships tend not to pay too well. And I'm involved at my church and maybe that's the same as my internship and maybe not. And I'm a full-time student. I mean, this is a hard path and God equips us for what he wants us to do. But if my wife and I, if Annie and I are not on the same page about this, this is going to be a very bad thing. So for those that are are married, kids, whatever the family dynamic is, be on the same page about this. It's hard. There's no getting around it. If God calls, God equips, it'll happen. But be together with your family on this decision. The same thing is true of graduate school. (laughs) Of course, Mm -hmm. that part applies equally the difference is this doctoral work is a, I mean, it's, it's a marathon. You don't have semester breaks. You don't have summer breaks. You don't have Christmas breaks built in. At least once you get to the dissertation phase, you're simply doing it and you're done when you're done. And that could be two years or five years or eight years. I mean, depending on all kinds of factors, it is a slog. Mm-hmm. And you have to love that <laughs> to do it. <laughs> you, you have to love. So my, my last two years of graduate school, th- this is literally what happened. I was in the last office at the last hallway in the basement of the library for two <laughs> years. I did not see daylight <laughs> for the yeah. better part of two years. You have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with being a person who says, look, I love to learn. Great. Spend your whole life learning. You don't need to go to graduate school to learn, mm-hmm. right? You go to seminary, you get some equipping, you know, kind of how to go about that. Keep learning. So some of the most amazing, you know, Sunday school teachers and preachers that I know, 
They just, they just learn, right? So you don't need a doctor to do that. You have to be the kind of person that says, you know that post hole? This one's going really, really deep. And I'm going to move a lot of rocks mm. out of the way in the process. And I don't know how far down I'm going. Nobody can tell me, oh, 10 feet down, 30. Nobody can tell me that. I'm just, I'm going to keep going. Mm. And that, that's a difficult thing. I would also say, and you know, you're in a position in higher education already, and I'm very blessed in that way as well. Um, five years ago, the academic job market in Bible and theology was very bad. It is much, much worse today, hmm. thanks to a variety of factors mm -hmm. that we're living with right now. So I say that because there are too many friends of mine and they went through the process and they did the work and they wrote good dissertations and they were good teachers and there were no jobs. And I say that because a, a doctorate in the Bible is an amazing gift. I mean, what I get to do every day, the skills and the tools and the opportunities I've had because of that are a tremendous gift from God. If you want that, you have to treat those as gifts from God and not simply be about, therefore, I will get a certain job. Mm. Now, I'm encouraged. I'll say this, and I, I love this. I have several friends who went into doctoral work saying, I want to be in pastoral ministry. And I think there's a way to do a doctorate and all that comes along with it that will actually better equip me as a shepherd of a church. And they've done that. And those have been wonderful things. And not a lot of people think in those terms. Mm -hmm. um, that's not my gifting. But I see them who are truly gifted in shepherding. They're not just academics who like to preach. And they're really gifted in that way. They bring so much to the table. So when the opportunity presents itself for someone in pastoral ministry, who's got that bent, who wants to stay in pastoral ministry mm -hmm. and their church is affirming them, yes, go get more education. We will provide the space and the resources and the time and all that goes along with that. That's a wonderful thing. But I just, I want to be realistic for those that are thinking, oh, it, it looks like a great gig to be a prof. But it is a great gig. I'm so blessed. Um, but that gig is, is in short supply these days. So I just want to be honest. Yeah, about that's that. good. That's very helpful. Now, as we close one last thing, you're talking to the guy, he's in the middle of a seminary degree. He is just, he's going at it, but I'm telling you, the road has gotten hard. What, what word of encouragement do you give to him to just put your hand on his back and say, keep going? What would you say to that guy? I would say, number one, when we question our vocation or our calling, we lean on the people who affirmed it for us. Mm. Okay, so I will always have moments of doubt that I'm doing the thing God's called me to do. That's inevitable. I need other people to come behind me and say, no, 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 you're doing the right thing. And keep going. So, I, so there's that. The, the second thing is there is more to serving people. There is more to ministering to people inside the church and out than knowing information. Mm. Because the people who struggle in seminary, the, the, the person who's in that exact place is probably struggling specifically because he's got a heart for people and the academics are bogging him down. Mm. This happened. This is, this is normal. This is common because people go to seminary because they want to love God's people. They want to serve in the church. They want to do right. ministry. And there's all these books in the way. Mm. And so to that person, I say, on the one hand, if God has called you to this, you work at it with all your strength. 
On the other hand, you work at it with all your strength. And just because the guy sitting next to you knows more Greek vocab than the prof does, doesn't mean God called you to be that person. God called you to minister in the ways he designed you. And yes, that's going to be hard. This, is, this doesn't mean just take the easy path, but it means your inability to get the same grades as somebody else. If you are pursuing your calling with all your strength, the grade is 100% irrelevant to what God's going to do with you. And sometimes that means you've got a family. You can't put in the hours that other people can. You know, that, that single independently wealthy 23-year-old has nothing to do but study. Good for him, yeah. right? God bless him. God's going to use that. You don't, he didn't give you that seat. Mm-hmm. So you, you sit in the seat he gave you and you keep at it and you keep at it and you keep at it. And if, if the struggle is I feel like I'm losing my faith in this, it's all becoming academic, it's all becoming rote and information, you know what? That's a great time to go back to your church and say, pour into me. I need some reminders. I need some encouragement. I need to maybe not read a book for a couple of days and just be reminded of what I'm trying to do here. That doesn't mean quit. That means just take a deep breath, go back to where you're trying to get in the first place and say, oh, I'm not in this for academics. I'm in this to serve God's people. I just need to be, I just need to remember that. Dr. Kibbe, thank you again for your time. Thank you for being with us on Seminary Support, and God bless you and your work. Mark, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this three-part mini-suite on research and writing with Dr. Kibbe. You can find his work anywhere books are sold. In fact, in the show notes, I'll put a link to the Amazon link where you can find that. And I highly recommend that for anyone in seminary. It's been a real help to me. Also, I just want to say to so many of you who have kept in touch and have been reaching out and saying you've been enjoying the episodes, that really means a lot. And I want to thank you for the text, the emails, the feedback, the ideas. All of it is great. And uh, if I hadn't gotten to your idea yet, please keep sending them. I'm putting those together. And I'm going to be putting together a way that you can actually send a message to me, a voice message. I hope sometime soon we can have a, a question and answer episode. I think would be great. And some of you actually giving those, those questions in an audible way so we can listen to it. So keep an ear out for that. I'm working on that. Uh, thank you again. I'm glad you're joining us on Seminary Support. If you think this would be helpful for someone else, please pass that along. Be sure you subscribe. Be sure you recommend that they subscribe. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Mark McElreath Jr. And you can find all these episodes at www.seminarysupport.com. You can reach me at theseminarypodcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Mark McElreath. And remember, nothing will ever take the place of learning from the Lord Jesus Christ. He calls out, learn of me. And there's an open invitation to that classroom for all of us.